0: Hey, it's Matthew from That's Matthew, and you're watching Disney Channel. Wow, that's more like it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to That's So Matthew. I am so excited to have my friend Abby here with me today. Say hi.
1: Hello.
0: And today we are here to talk about the 2010 Disney Channel original movie Avalon High which I'm so excited for.
1: And same here.
0: Like uh, when uh, so I was like trying to find guests for March and I just I don't really know how we figured this out but I might have probably came to you probably did. And then you were like yeah sure whatever just I'll talk about anything and so (laughs) I asked my followers the listeners what they wanted to hear and so this was one someone sent this in and I had never seen it before I heard I've heard I heard really bad things about it honestly and so I was like okay I'll just I'll send it and then when you said that you wanted to do it I was like oh okay because like I was kind of like maybe worried that it might not be good no no it was so good really frankly it was yeah it was very good i think it's so underrated and that's why i'm so excited to talk about it today but as we always do here on the podcast before we get into it abby if you have a fun fact about yourself that you would like to share with the listeners
1: of course yeah so we were talking a little bit about what are fun things and obviously this is a disney podcast and you can't like disney without disney so i am a huge disney nerd um very much into like the park side of things, and I know last time I mentioned that I was a haunted, uh, not a haunted mansion, uh, Lion King. Uh, yes,
0: Lion King. I represents... was obsessed
1: with Lion King, and I'm also obsessed with the Haunted Mansion. So
0: love the Haunted Mansion. That's another
1: fun obsession.
0: It is. I don't have favorite. problems. Yeah, you don't have problems at all. I don't have
1: problems at all.
0: (laughs) I love the Haunted Mansion. It is my personal favorite ride at Disney. I go on it so many times. The last time I went to Disney was three years ago, I believe. And I just went on the Haunted Mansion like so, so many times. I'm obsessed. I have a shirt. I have my Madame Leota and the one girl that's sitting on a log with a rose, um, Funko Pop, sitting rather close to me. And my haunted mansion phone case so we're all decked out we love the haunted mansion that's oh, yes. so exciting and so i guess the first thing is i want to offer a quick update to the listeners before i do my fun fact that actually goes with the disney parks so i actually didn't mention this to abby but so she, uh you'll be hearing this for the first time but i'm going to be on a podcast the by youth for youth podcast where they talk about different kinds of careers and they're going to be interviewing a Disney Imagineer. And I'm going to be guest hosting on that episode. I have not recorded it yet. But I think you guys, it should be out by the time this is out. So go check it out. It's going to be really awesome.
1: Yeah, that sounds awesome.
0: And so, yeah, we I we had our little prelim call because I was really scared. So I was like, can we like do a call really quick to like figure <laughs> it out? Because this will be my first time on another podcast But i'm so excited go check it out i'll have it linked in the show notes below if it's out i think it should be but you never know and then my other fun fact ties in with the movie a little bit so i there's a quote that is from marco he's like you should be really more careful sometimes when you get too close to something you shouldn't you get burned which is a quote from the movie and so yesterday i was making oatmeal because i have a new obsession with oatmeal which is really weird I can't explain it whatsoever. And so I was making my oatmeal and I burnt myself and I have a huge blister on my finger. It's so painful. It's so bad. I am just kind of embarrassed. And when I heard that quote, he's like, I think I also did my motivational Monday for that, like more of like a figurative sense, but I got burned. So I thought I would say that
1: well, that's quite topical, I guess.
0: And I don't know. I was so, I'm just like, it's so bad. Like, I have never really burnt myself this bad. Like, I've accidentally touched a light bulb before with the tip of my finger. Not something I recommend. However, I do have a huge burn on my finger. So, that's oh, yeah. very exciting.
1: Yeah, that happened once. I was making um, beignets from oh. Prince of the Frog. And, of course, burning oil. You do not want to touch that. And I did. So, oh, you did
0: not. No. <laughs> That sounds so painful. I'm just thinking, like, my little touching of the bowl seems like nothing compared to that.
1: It, that... it, was, it was fun. Oh, my uh...
0: gosh. I'm, like, just cringing at the thought of that. Oh, my. Wow. So, I love how we just started sharing burn stories. So, I love it. <laughs> 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 okay i need to like catch myself back okay so let's honestly just get into our brief overview of the film it came out in 2010 11 years ago exciting and stars greg sulkin who greg sulkin i he has been in so many things he was in wizards of waverly place uh he was in a show called um the Runaways. Based off of the Marvel comics, he was in Pretty Little Liars, so many things. And like the one thing I remember him from, and now this might be a little stupid, but I don't know if you know what I'm talking about the Past the Plate series that was on Disney Channel, where they would like show off all the different like foods from around the world.
1: Yeah, that's not the Bell.
0: Oh my gosh, I was upset. <laughs> <It> was <horrible. laughs> but he, uh, I don't really remember which one he was in, but it was really crazy and I am just like, it was just so funny. I can't, if you guys know what I'm talking about, let me know on Instagram. Cause I feel like I'm not, I'm pretty sure it's like banana smoothies or something. Honestly, <laughs> it, was, like, really... it
1: was like really fun, <laughs> really
0: stupid. But like, that's what I remember him from so yeah just talk about banana smoothies banana smoothies yeah like i honestly that's such a random like i don't know how that's tied into like the uk because he was supposed to be from the uk he has an accent not in this film not in this movie though because it takes place in america which we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that in a little bit but yeah so greg sulkin as well as Britt robertson joey polari as well as devin devin gray and so it is loosely based off of the 2005 book of the same name by meg cabot which i did not know is based off of a book until prepping for this episode
1: neither did i until five seconds ago when you said yeah. that
0: <laughs> yeah we actually got a question well when i get to the fan question someone asked like if we had read the book so i'm gonna tell you that both of us have not read the book <laughs> Since we <Nope. laughs> just did not know about that, and it came out on November twelfth, twenty twelve, in the United States, January twenty second in Australia, love Australia and New Zealand, on January twenty eighth, twenty eleven. So very exciting, and it is about a girl named Ali who is the daughter of two uh, like professors of medieval literature, and she goes to Avalon High to become. In a restaged schooling version of the legend of King Arthur, Merlin, and the the knight, the Round Table—I think that's what it's
1: called—and
0: mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's very interesting. And it's like in this school, and there's like going to be like a reincarnation they have to save them there's like king arthur spoiler alert is gonna be reincarnated who's it gonna be we're not gonna spoil it just yet but it's so it's really weird it's really weird i'm not gonna lie it like the plot just speaking of it is a little weird like it comes off as weird however the execution and the movie was really good
1: it was yeah
0: like I've always been like a huge Arthur Merlin fan, like in Once Upon a Time season five that I loved that whole storyline. I was just obsessed. I love Once Upon a Time and I was so obsessed with that. However, I was a little nervous like going into it, like when I looked at the plot, like I was just so confused and like from the poster, it looks like real like you would never guess the plot at all, which I was like, okay. But it was really good. And so that's why I'm excited to talk about it. And I'm not going to waste any more time because now we can get into the plot of the movie or not the plot, the characters starting off with Britt Robertson, who you may recognize from the dog's purpose movies that came out. And funny, funny enough, I'm going to tell this story on the podcast because I love embarrassing myself. There was a movie called A Dog's Journey that came out in 2019. And that was it. I went on a date to go see that movie. And it's, the the movie's very emotional. Don't recommend. Don't recommend. (laughs) (laughs) And like, it was just really awkward. And yeah, the person that was the other person, the other half of that date does listen to the podcast. So, hey, I'm not going to name drop you or anything, but... That, mo- that, that movie is definitely not a date movie and we still laugh about it to this day. But yeah, I knew I recognized her from something as well as the movie Tomorrowland, which is loosely based off of the Disney Land. I've never seen it. The movie Tomorrowland before. I don't know if you have, but
1: I have not. But I have seen Rapun- uh, Rapunzel's title adventure. I'm seeing that she's part of that now. Yes. I think that's kind
0: of fun. I honestly, she is actually in a lot of things. Uh she was also in the show Little Fires Everywhere. So many so many things. I love that for her. She's very keeping very busy in a lot of different films. So good for her. Love that. And now the we can talk about her character which is Allie, the main character. And frankly, she is like my favorite character and I guess I have to spoil why she's my favorite character. Uh, like spoil the movie so basically in the end she does end up being the reincarnation of King Arthur which was really shocking frankly I was really shocked
1: yeah this the one thing that this movie is really good at is it's really good at misdirection
0: oh my gosh yes, this whole movie was like one giant misdirection and then when you got to like the last ten minutes so like when everything was revealed, I was so shocked <laughs> I was so shocked and so yeah she the reason I like her is because first off she's um breaking the gender norms because she is the reincarnation of king arthur and the entire movie they're like oh my gosh it's going to be a guy which one is it going to be but she and also like she just has like the most stuff going on she's flirting with like three different boys at the same time (laughs) i like am i wrong because like I mean, we I got guess William. you say that. <laughs> we got William, and then we got Marco. Marco is, like, she's not, like, actually flirting with him. It's kind of, like, more of, like, a, a mean flirt because he's mean for most of the film. And then Miles, and Miles, I can't wait to talk about him, too. Actually, Miles might be my favorite. I don't know.
1: Oh, yes. Miles is my favorite by far.
0: <laughs> I think, actually, no, I think Miles is my favorite, but I still really like Ali. And so throughout the film, she is very awkward i would say like at at the beginning she's going to this high school and it's like a reincarnated like version of camelot in america which for the entire thing i thought this movie took place in camelot but no they were in america and it was really confusing to me like the whole like timeline and like location of the film because like i thought like she was transported into like another world but no, no, it all takes place in America, which made it a lot more confusing to me. I don't know if it was just me.
1: It's c- kind of because, I mean, you think of Camelot. You obviously yeah, think of Europe.
0: Well, that's what I was Europe, thinking. Up, but I, I was thinking like she was transported into a different world because there was like a one scene where it looked kind of looked like she was transported there. And then in the end, I think she is transported. So it's really <laughs> confusing to kind of follow the location. But other than that, I didn't really have much problem following and so she becomes friends with Will and Miles and Marco and basically they are she's flirting with all of them <laughs> <laughs> and yeah her parents are kind of annoying a little bit like,
1: <gasps> her parents are awesome I, okay
0: okay i need to clarify because i'm i'm going to probably get some hate the parents the parents are awesome they're like super funny like they're like the cool parents but in the beginning They were like kind of being really mean to her like she was really nervous to go to like this new school and they're like yeah just get over it. I was like oh I I did have to say like some of the things that they like did a little bit were annoying but overall they weren't that bad personally. However, like in some parts, I was just like, why did they do that? And like the dad, oh my gosh, the dad's iconic. He <laughs> yes, reminds he me is. a lot of my dad and he is just really socially awkward. And like he tries to like make these dad jokes when like uh, what's like Will comes over for burgers. That scene was so hilarious. I love that scene. But- he, like
1: He brought a book to a football game. And if I can't relate to anything... I no. might as well just like relate to that because
0: <laughs> yeah you're right that that scene was really iconic and like the parents are hilarious and they're like super smart like they know what they're talking about like this is like they're part of an ancient prophecy like
1: mm-hmm. what
0: what more could they ask for right and so Ali really like her i don't have a lot of problems with her i just personally felt like they kind of like underrepresented her a little bit i feel like they were too focused on greg sulkins character will even though like Allie was the main character and would eventually be the i guess you could say the queen queen arthur well i don't know what i don't know know. (laughs) slightly still a little confused but yeah love her great what did you think abby
1: i mean i do think i do think that her um she did have a good character and i guess back to what you said about um how i guess heavily represented her character was in the movie that's another thing i guess with that misdirection because i mean you think it's going to be will and like focus so much on will that you look past her
0: and yeah. until you get
1: to the end and it's like wow like i didn't really think about it in the beginning
0: yeah now that you actually say it, i feel like i should have like should have picked it up since that like now it makes a lot more sense thank you <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i i Going into this movie was a little bit weird because the more that I thought about it and the more that I watched the movie, I could have sworn I've seen it before.
0: I, c- I can't say the same. I've I definitely had not seen it before.
1: So either, and I don't know who we're going to talk about next. So either I'm having like, I used to have like psychic visions like Miles did, or <laughs> I'm just going crazy because with certain aspects, like the twist of, you know. The twist of Mordred at the end. I knew that going in. I didn't know how I knew that. What? But... That
0: is so crazy. I i did not know. I did so, not know.
1: <laughs> either I'm going insane, which, you know, is always an option. Uh, or I did magically see it before. And
0: oh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I know. I definitely was not expecting that. And when they revealed it, when we get to that character, we can talk a little bit about that. But I definitely did not know. So I think that's kind of cool. That you were like oh you I'm I'm assuming I you know it's possible I could have seen it as a kid however I don't remember much I guess from that like 2010 2011 so, yeah yeah well, that's
1: cool I doubt I saw it when I was that young but yeah.
0: you never know always- you never know so yeah I guess honestly let's just go to the next character we should, probably should have talked about will first because that was like the only character they ever did anything to. which was very annoying but greg sulkin's character will wagner first off the name is a tongue twister will wagner but oh he was kind of annoying because he was like that one kid in every movie that thinks that they are like the hottest thing since sliced bread because he's the he's the quarterback no shade to the quarterbacks but also tons of shade (laughs) uh what else and then he um he is like dating that one girl the redhead i forgot her name jen i was yeah jen who and then it, jen's like cheating on him spoiler alert and like he knows what he doesn't know but he doesn't care and it's he's like then he starts flirting with Allie and he's supposed to be king arthur's reincarnation and like like we said a huge misdirection because i thought it was going to be him because like that was the only character they focused on which really annoyed me
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but no will also was like kind of like socially awkward a little bit i feel like every character in this movie was a little bit like i feel like everyone was just like thrown into this school for like no reason and they all had to become friends but he's also super nice to Allie because she's the new kid which i thought was like super cute like oh like <laughs> heartwarming i guess and yeah i don't know I don't know how to describe, like, his personality, like, in just, like, one word. Also, side note, like, I don't want to, like, make take points off for this because I think it's super cool. But Greg does have, like, a British accent. And in this movie, he has an American accent. And to me, it felt very spotty in certain parts. Yeah. I don't know if, like, I'm just being too picky, but I felt like it was just, like, very, like, kind of, like, an on-off thing.
1: I actually didn't know that he was uh, British, so, like, I was kind of watching and I was like oh, like maybe, maybe he does have an accent of some sort, but I guess
0: now I know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just like, I don't want to be like super like picky about it. I don't want to be because like, I don't know. I don't want to be like that one person, but really enjoyed his <laughs> character. What did you think?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, like I said, well, I don't know if I did say this before, but I really did enjoy this movie and I did like, most everything about it um he did have a he did have a pretty good character um you could kind of like see the struggles he was going through whatever throughout the uh throughout the movie uh one joking point that i was gonna uh make and i'm jumping to characters that we didn't talk to again
0: that's okay but i was
1: (laughs) i was really tempted to only write one note on this entire movie and that was that both will and marco Look like Edward and Jacob from Twilight. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, they I better do. not have. I better not have a bunch of like Twilight stands come at me. But
0: they do. I can't they be do. the
1: only one that thinks that.
0: Honestly, I love the fact that you only wanted to write one note because I could never because I have like short term memory loss. <laughs> but no, you're literally right. You're you're a hundred percent correct. Like I just looked up the Twilight guys and they they do.
1: <laughs> But, like, if I'm going to have one note, it better be that one.
0: Oh, my gosh. This so funny because now <laughs> I can't unsee it. I really see it. <sighs> I'm, like, dying over <laughs> here. But, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> I shouldn't be laughing so much, but I just think the fact that, like, they look so much alike does. I know. Wow. Okay, I'm trying not to
1: laugh super loudly so I don't like break your ears in the microphone. No, no, I have like
0: (laughs) here's the thing, like about Zoom meetings. I don't know if anyone else out there can relate, but like the Zoom meeting audio is so funky because like if you turn it up too much, then you're like being like blasted. But if you turn it down too low, like you can't hear them at all. So like I have like you right in the middle. Which is like really weird, but like the Zoom audio is like crazy. So like you wouldn't lost my ears out, but like if you scream, you might.
1: <laughs> okay, I I will try not to scream.
0: Okay, okay, I I I believe in you. Okay, okay, who? I guess let's just talk about Miles up next because we, Miles, yes, love him. So he's played by Joey Pilari, and he very awkward as well. Super nerdy. I hate saying that word because I feel like I'm a nerd, but like he's nerdy he's supposed to be like the unpopular kid throughout the movie and i really hate when they do that i really hate when they like make the nerd like the unpopular kid like what are you trying to get at but he quickly befriends Allie when she they have to partner up on this essay to do it on the order of the bear or something like that
1: Mm mm-hmm
0: And he's like, oh, I know nothing. And then he goes over to their house and then they find a book because the parents are professors. He like also makes some very subtle jokes, which I thought were like kind of cute. And he definitely, I feel like, had a crush on Allie throughout the film. Yeah,
1: kind of, yeah.
0: And then the one thing that he like sets him apart is he has like visions like of the future. Uh, One of them would, the first one is her tying her shoe and then there's another one about the ice when he's at her house. Cause she was going to trip or run into something of the sort. He yeah. also has visions of like them being at the theater in the end and stuff. So he's basically the reason that most of the characters are still alive. <laughs> and, and I don't know, he's just super like, he's so nice. He's like super cute, like a nice friend, like a friend you would want to have. And I feel like, like, I said he definitely had a crush on her a little bit, but then he like saw like Will because like Will was like always there like ew, but he was just so nice and I and then he does end up being like the reincarnation of Merlin and he made one line and I don't have it written down per se but he's like Merlin I can't grow a I can't grow a nose haired, let alone oh I have it doubtful Merlin had a long white beard I can barely grow a nose hair and I thought that was so funny to me don't know why but like i just was like laughing
1: he's so snarky too yeah he's like kind
0: of like a dry (laughs) sense of humor in a way and if that makes sense
1: yeah that well that's also my kind of humor so i mean that works
0: (laughs) yeah no really it does he was actually probably definitely my favorite looking back now
1: definitely yeah
0: okay yeah miles loved him up next, we have Marco Devon Gray, and Marco in the beginning is a what I could describe if we were on a more explicit podcast as an a-hole. However, because we keep it family friendly here on the podcast, I'll just call him a jerk. And he yep. is like the jock <laughs> of the of the plot, and sh- he is i don't know he they think that he's gonna be that one guy the mordred and he's not and so like like we said the misdirection in this movie was so good because i honestly thought that he was gonna be the mordred because he was being the jerk the whole time but that was Mm -hmm. not the case and i feel like he was very like misdirected because then you find out that he was only doing it to protect like yeah will and like i was like oh that's like super cute like bros i don't know and and so i don't know i honestly was like really mad at him the entire movie and like he was always giving everyone a look and i was like oh like calm down there dude but in the end i actually feel like i sided with him a lot because he was just he was like in in the doing it for the best interest however like throughout the movie he was being such a jerk like when he had the note on his shoe and then on the football field he was like oh i don't need that i have a cheat sheet or whatever i was like oh i he was just so irritating to me like throughout the entire movie but then like in the end i was like oh wait i actually like him which they did a really good job i think with like that misdirection like we said oh yeah it's like the point where like in the end i was like oh i do like him because then if you go back like i didn't rewatch it obviously like, from the beginning. But, like, I was, like, I could think of, like, certain instances where it sounded like he was being, like, really mean, but in the end he was just doing it for the best interest of mm-hmm. both parties. And I I liked him. And also he had that quote about burning yourself and then I burnt myself, so.
1: <laughs> we, we don't talk about that anymore. <laughs>
0: we don't talk about it, no. It definitely is going to take a little bit to heal, but it's it's bad.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, what did you think of Marco, the kind of a hole but kind of like hero?
1: Yeah. Um. Again, misdirection was really good. Um. Obviously, unfortunately, as I said before, I couldn't watch the movie for the fullest because clearly, under some mystical power, I knew it was going to happen. Um. So, like, I I knew that he t- technically wasn't going to be the bad guy, but. When they do drop those subtle things in there and it's kind of like, oh yeah, I did put the the cheat sheet under Will Shu um just to get a named character who's really Mordred, you know, to get their trust. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, uh-huh, like, are you sure? Or was it just something to keep the suspense of the of the plot twist? But at the same time I liked it, because it was also, again, subtle enough because it wasn't blatant, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's it's weird.
0: I agree. I agree. And I think specifically for his character, I think it was like the weirdest mm-hmm. out of all of them, like the way that they kind of like dropped, dropped those hints. But like looking back, like I I feel like an idiot looking back, but I was like, oh, then I was like able to put it together. And yeah, I think he honestly, he's like pretty cool, a little annoying, but you got. I kind of got to get over that because I don't want to be like that one person that, you know, is so picky <laughs> because I... Okay, a little short story time. I got a DM from this guy who listened to the podcast. I don't remember which episode it was, but he told me that I'm too picky and that I don't know what I'm talking about and I should not have a podcast where I review TV. And I was like, okay, couple steps back there, dude. I mean, I feel like if I'm not picky, then, like, it's not going to be interesting. Like... You gotta keep it interesting. Like I talk for an like an hour and you just mm-hmm. expect me to just be like, oh, I liked him, and then like move on. I was just like, okay. I don't know what he they were trying to get at. Like, I don't know who like and it was like an account that had zero followers and zero following. So I feel like someone made that account specifically to come at me. But oh. very rude of them. Not very happy. Kinda it ruined my vibe. <laughs> like I was very upset. But it's okay
1: you can't critique without critique that's (laughs)
0: yeah like i don't understand like what their point was but i was like oh thanks for the feedback if you don't like my podcast you don't have to listen that's why i literally said and they left me unseen so fun fun yeah love getting hate (laughs) <laughs> but yeah <laughs> so exciting okay so yeah if I if you guys ever think I'm being too critical I probably am and honestly it's my podcast so I can do whatever I want right yeah mm-hmm. moving on so next we can talk about mm-hmm. who who do we so oh we still have to I guess we could talk about Jen aka Jennifer who ends up being Guinevere so Guinevere also I always as a child always thought it was Genevieve
1: Okay that's what I thought it was too and I was going to talk about the name correlation in this movie and I was like oh I'm pulling out all these examples and it's Jen and Genevieve and I was like wait it's Guinevere. Ah."
0: Yeah so I thought that too. At the end I was like oh hmm, that's interesting and so I was like oh I should have known like I should have been able to pick that up like Miles and Merlin are close Mm -hmm. and then like I know I'm saying it right, Guinevere, because that's how they say it in Once Upon a Time. And, like, I'm assuming Once Upon a Time is right because that's, like, a huge show. And so I thought that, too. I was like, oh, my gosh, Jen. And then I was like, Genevieve. And I was like, no, Guinevere. <laughs> I was like, I just, like, caught myself up in that. But I feel like they tried to make it work. And I think that's, like, the... I mean, they could have gone done, like, Gwen instead of, like, Jen. Yeah. But, yeah, so Jen ends up being Guinevere. And so Jen, we don't get too, too much from her. We see her with Will because they're dating in the beginning, kind of a little snotty, kind of a little snotty in the beginning. And then in, she ends up going out with Lance. And who do you think he is? Lance? lot. ooh, how did ooh. we, how <laughs> did we, go, no. And so they go out together and Lance is also really annoying. So I feel like, and then Jen, yeah, Jen, she was also slightly annoying in that sense. Cause like, she was like cheating, which is not cool. But I was like, oh, okay. But other than that, I didn't like hate her. Definitely didn't love her. You didn't get too much to go off of. And she always seemed to like, have like a dirty look in her eye whenever she was looking at our main character. What's, what's her name?
1: Kind of, yeah.
0: Uh, Allie. I don't know. I feel like I don't have, like, good things to say about her. I definitely don't have bad things. It was just, like, weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I don't really think. have much to say about her or about Lance. Because, I mean, they were secondary characters. But they were also both important. Because then they get to the the essay topic scene at the mm-hmm. beginning. And, you know, the teacher, Mr. Moore, who I assume we'll talk about soon. Um,
0: Probably next.
1: Yeah, that he was like, ooh, you get to talk about the tragedy of Camelot, where Lancelot and Guinevere are together, and it kind of, like, crushes Arthur's spirit, and I was like, ooh, I smell drama coming!
0: Oh my gosh, yes! <laughs> I wrote that down, I was like, the tragedy, and then I was, then when it connected to the plot, I was like, ooh. So that, also, like, that's, I feel like the misdirection in that sense was that she was with Will, but Will wasn't Arthur like it kind Mm -hmm. of made it seem so they did a really good job at that they did a really good job at that and I applaud I feel like to be honest it would have made made more sense to have Will be Arthur but we can Mm -hmm. say like when we like go to the end and say like what we would change because I don't want to like get yelled at by like the DM or just like coming at me (laughs) so up next we can talk about Steve Valentine's character Mr. Moore Steve Valentine, side note, I love him. He was in so many different things. Um, Teen Beach movie as the villain. Uh, That one movie, I'm blanking. I talked about it with Sylvia. Uh, Wizards of Waverly Place, the movie. So many movies. I honestly love him, and he's, like, iconic. And he was also in the Disney XD show I'm in the Band, if anyone knows that show. And so his character is the teacher. And throughout the entire movie, they portray him as the good guy, like the good teacher, like just helping his students. He has like a really cool sense of humor, really connecting with the kids. But the first red flag was when he asks for the book about the Order of the Bear and like wants to read it, like steal it, not, not steal it like intentionally from the family, Ali's family. Like, I don't know how she didn't pick up on that.
1: Yeah, I, I, I guess, um, well, he, here's your spoiler alert. Um, throughout throughout the whole thing, you know, you do have that misconception that Marco is the bad guy. And so you yeah. get that, you know, and she sees that, too. So, you know, she gets that trust with the teacher. But lo and behold, we find out that that's not the case. And We'll we'll give you a slight little hint. His name is Mister Moore, so what, see what goes with that? What what character goes with that? Oh
0: my and god, I, I I can't believe I didn't figure it out. Like I feel so dumb now.
1: Yeah, that's the twist I knew about, and
0: yeah, so I was I watching
1: the whole thing. And I was like, Ooh.
0: I still don't know, like how I didn't pick up on it because I feel like it was so obvious. Oh my gosh, I feel very dumb. But also, to be honest, it was like 8 o'clock in the morning, so I was really... I was like just about... I just woke up from bed. We have no school today. That's why me and Abby are recording. We also didn't have school the last time we recorded, so it's like a trend, but...
1: We should record more often, get more days off of school.
0: Oh yes, that that would be amazing. I need more days off of school. I really do. And so... I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot I'm recording a podcast today. I better go read, not read, watch the movie. So I did. And we're here. I was able to finish it. And then I had like a quick prelim call, like I said, for that interview that I'm going to be doing. But yeah. So that is Mr. Moore. Very kind of like very misguided. I was so misguided. I was like, oh my gosh, he's the good guy. Love him. And no, no, that's not nope. the case. And he also like comes <laughs> out and like in the end he like once he falls in the orchestra pit and then like he like suits up in like this armor i guess you could say and then like his hair is like super long and it's like really weird it was a really weird scene
1: yeah but okay the armor the costumes oh my goodness i want all that because it's all cool
0: i know the costumes (laughs) were really good i think just the thing that was really awkward with especially with his character was his hair and like they did like a really weird scene of like him like waving his hair and like there was like fans blowing it was really weird and the camera angles (laughs) it was just really weird and kind of like awkward but he like comes up and like he flies up and he's like this giant stick and it was which also was his cane throughout the entire movie so like i feel like i I can't believe i didn't know Mm -hmm. it was just right there in front of me and i was just like oh my gosh he's such a good guy i love him yeah very much of course we
1: have the fancy showdown scene at the end
0: yeah that scene in like they show have that huge showdown and then like after that i got really confused because then it looked like they were in camelot mm-hmm. at, the, at the very end and i was like "Whoa!" i'm still a little confused to be honest but i guess yeah it's, it's disney of channel that comes from yeah we can't like be too uh, like into it Um, And I guess really the last main character, since we already kind of talked about the parents when we talked about Allie, will be Lance, aka Lance a lot, who is the one that Jen is cheating on Will with. And he is just very annoying. He's very much like Marco. Like him and Marco are like on the same team, I guess you could say. They like literally and figuratively because they're on the football team. But I was like kind of irritated with him in that one scene where he like said something i don't know what he said to Allie, and i was like wait what he was just like very annoying and i was just getting irritated because i honestly i was kind of thinking that he might be the mordred too the more i don't know how is it mordred yeah Um, mordred yeah i was kind of thinking that maybe he might be Huh? yeah i don't know why guys i i was so misguided i feel (laughs) so done, but it's okay it's okay I love it.
1: Hey, that's um, the brilliance of this movie. Like they, they genuinely do do a really good job with it.
0: Yeah, like, and like the names too. I feel like I, I feel like if I maybe were to just blame it how good the movie was written book wise, I wouldn't care. But like the fact that it was all right in front of me just makes me feel <laughs> so dumb. But it's okay. We'll move on. Yeah, and then also, the one thing about Lance is he when he's like cheating like he doesn't like see any problem with it like someone i think it was Allie, like literally saw them making out in like the bathroom at like a party and i was like wait why aren't you why don't you care and he was like oh don't don't tell anyone but like he didn't care like yeah his morals were not very set straight i guess
1: i mean jen was the one like racing after her and like oh no like
0: yeah jen jen was like oh my gosh no 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 yeah well then
1: lance was just kind of like there
0: <laughs> yeah he was just one of those characters that was just there no no development no whatsoever but still still didn't hate him as much as some of the other characters i guess <laughs> so mm-hmm. i guess we can get into the plot from the beginning like what's the, what's the song we did it for theater class uh do re mi fa so from the sound of music let's start from the very beginning a very good place to oh start.
1: my goodness throwback <laughs> I <need> those memories
0: <laughs> I, mean, I haven't i i thought about our theater performance the other day and i was like i wish i had the video i, I wish know, i had might the video. still be
1: saved somewhere
0: it's i think it's definitely safe somewhere i just want to know where it is because i want to see how bad our hamilton one was <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh no love it okay from the beginning we start off this movie starts like really cool i guess and so we meet Allie and she's going to go to Avalon High, which is basically like we said, like a restaging, like a school that's based supposed to look like it's in the medieval times. It also takes place in like present day, 2010, I would say, which is like, mm-hmm. ooh, cool. And so then she also, she meets so many cool people, which end up being reincarnations from Camelot, uh, which are like, Will miles marco lance lots of cool people and so they learn they are doing this essay a a, a a partner essay which i did not know existed and personally sounds like an absolute nightmare because people don't do their work when you're doing like a powerpoint imagine doing an essay together <laughs> like i've never i've never heard of that but they had to do a group essay and they like picked a topic which honestly that's not too bad I did like in eighth grade we had this opportunity to write an essay about anything we wanted and I was like oh my gosh that's so cool like I want to like do an essay about whatever you want but then they little they did a little bit of a a switch up and the thing was that you had to pick it from a bucket and I think I had to write an essay about football oh and for anyone who knows me i definitely am not a huge football person i don't do football i don't do it i i'm not interested in it that much i mean i really i have like a favorite team i, I personally it's not my the packers um because i don't like the packers for anyone who uh, i don't know i don't like the Packers, but i do like the seahawks and i mean i'm probably gonna get some hate but they're i just they're this is gonna sound really dumb they're col- their colors are the coolest i think so you guys can all come at me, but for anyone, I just really hate football. I don't, I don't like it. I think it's stupid. Oh my God. I mean, get so much, hate. <laughs> but it's my podcast and we respect people's opinions on this podcast for the most part. And so, yeah, back to this character, Will, who is going to be like the quarterback. And so they are determined to save the reincarnation of King Arthur, who they believe is will from more, dr- more, more, more bread. <laughs> I want more bread. <laughs> Mordred. <laughs> Guys, it's been a long day. I was up really late last night because my favorite artist for anyone who knows is Taylor Swift. And she released her re-recording last night of love story for Valentine's day. Cause we we're recording this before Valentine's day. And, yeah, that is. I was just up really late last night, and so when I woke up this morning, and now I'm just like, I'm I'm really confused. If you got more, more bread, I can't. I literally said more bread. I I'm I'm embarrassed at this point. So now to Avalon High, where she is part of that essay with Miles, and they study at her house, and like from the parents the parents actually wrote the book so like my question is this might be a little too critical of a question but i feel do we do we think that the parents knew that that was going to be king their daughter was king arthur reincarnated
1: i don't think they i don't think they necessarily knew it was going to be their daughter yeah i don't think so either. because i guess at the end they were like oh like the meteor shower happened like there's a meteor shower that kind of signifies the reincarnation they were like oh there's the meteor shower and the eclipse and nothing happened and then you kind of see Allie and Miles smile towards each other so I don't think they knew it was going to be her
0: Mm -hmm. but I agree they knew something was going to happen I was like kind of like thinking that I was like do we think that they know no they didn't know because I feel like they no, they just didn't know. So they wrote the book that they're studying off of. And he has another vision, which we kind of skipped over her, the track thing, where she becomes, like, the fastest runner they've had in years. Yay, sports.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: and so then Miles has another vision and is like, "Uh, let, you need to go get ice, where's ice? And then, like, he gets it really quick and then comes back before she can hit her knee. And he's like, wait, how did you know that? And it was, like, really weird because, like, she didn't pick up on it because she was just kind of clueless in a nice way kind of clueless a little bit yeah and so now she starts getting closer and now she starts experiencing these weird visions as well she's turning into miles a little bit and these visions are so weird so weird because like you have like they're like one time they're at a football like practice and then you see them like becoming the swords like holding the swords and the armor and it was like really weird and at first i was like so confused like what was like happening like what's going to like what are they foreshadowing because like i said i hadn't seen this movie before at least that i remember and i did not know any of the plot spoilers etc but i was just like what wait what <laughs> i was really lost um since clearly i'm still lost <laughs> but it was really good it was good and so now they they are seeing these visions and so now they go to this party after a game and like miles is like i should you shouldn't go to this party because you know he's kind of like the good boy i guess you could say i consider myself to be like the good boy like follow the rules like no party thing and there he's like and then they go in and then they see jen and lance having like an affair i guess i mean they're not married
1: i I don't know if i consider it an affair but
0: i mean we'll call it an affair because i'm trying to like switch up my vocab on the podcast (laughs) so (laughs) we're gonna call it an affair (laughs) and so now that they find then they find out about this prophecy that's coming And then, like, also, we skipped over this really funny scene, and I feel bad, with the parents after her first day. And the dad goes, did someone float your boat?
1: (laughs) Century up.
0: Yeah, that's what she said. And I was like, (laughs) I was dying. (laughs) I was dying i was like uh, and like she's like wait what do you mean and then he, she's like century up and then they he like said something different and it was just so funny like he was like trying to hint at like maybe a potential boyfriend i guess mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and like it was just super funny to me and i was like dying because i feel like my dad that's something my dad would say did somebody float your boat <laughs> and then so then they learn about a secret prophecy from a secret page in the book and I was kind of thinking like when they mentioned that there was a secret page that maybe like the the Mr. Moore had taken the page but like it was like hidden inside the page which was like really weird and they find out that it's like when, what happens is there's going to be a, an eclipse and then there's going to be a meteor shower and that is going to be the beginning of the reincarnation and yeah, that was really weird. I was really weird, honestly. But the best part I don't actually that's arguably not the best part. But they then there's like a scene of her going in like the woods to meet with Will and like they run and they play a song in the background, which is the song Battlefield by Jordan Sparks. And for anyone who knows me, I love Jordan Sparks and one of my favorite artists. She's like a 2000s pop artist very one just one of my favorites she was in waitress on broadway she starred as jenna just one of my favorites and so i did not know her song was in there so when i heard it, i was like oh my gosh i was like freaking out so i was like <laughs> cool but yeah so i'm also surprised that like they didn't like do like this weird thing that they do in decoms where they re-record music with the disney stars to put in the background <laughs> like oh <laughs> one time i don't know what song it, i they like did like brenda's song if you know who that is She, like, did a re-recording for Wendy Wu. And I was... And it was, like, really bad. Oh. And, like, usually they do that in DCOMs. Because, like, then they can, like, avoid, like, paying royalties. Yeah. But I guess Jordan Sparks was fine with them using her song. And I'm glad that they didn't, like, do a bad (laughs) re-recording. Because I love Jordan (laughs) Sparks. But moving on from Jordan Sparks. Because I could talk about her for a long time. We can talk from there. They go... And they go on this run and she tries to kind of explain like this little thing to him. But he is no, he does not believe her whatsoever. And I was irritated with him at that point.
1: Yeah, it was kind of like, just just listen for like two seconds, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was just like, I, I, yeah, I don't believe it. I, like, that's not going to happen. And I was like, wait, dude. And like this, well, I guess maybe the reason he didn't believe it and like kind of more of that misguiding thing is because he's not Arthur. Yeah. So maybe but I was
1: like, I don't know. You, you want him to listen because like you think, you know, he's Arthur and then he doesn't. And I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of frustrating unless you know what's actually going on.
0: Yeah, which I did not because I was clueless, but whatever. And so now from there, they actually try to get help from Mr. Moore because, you know, he's the good guy or so we thought i don't i personally would not enlist the help of a teacher like him for some reason i did get weird i like i they try to make him the good guy but he still gave me weird vibes
1: mm-hmm.
0: just like kind of slightly creepy vibes i don't know kind of yeah i don't there, know if it was a little just bit of me
1: apprehension
0: yeah yeah okay i'm glad i wasn't alone But then from there, they realize that that's going to happen at the big game. And then Will has to win the game because they needed to add another layer on there to gain a scholarship. Yay, scholarships. Yeah. (laughs) Sports scholarships. Woo. And from there, then Allie's like, no, there's an affair. And he also doesn't believe that. Because, like, he doesn't believe anything. He's, like, very clueless. Very clueless.
1: Yeah. In a nice way. In a nice,
0: (laughs) a nice clueless. Yeah. Like a nice, a nice clueless. And so from there, they go to school. And then what happens as he sees Lance and Jennifer or Jen or Guinevere, whatever you want to call her together. And then he like takes off and then they have to like go chase him afterwards. And now they're in the forest and then she's like you are king arthur and he's like no i'm not and it was like seriously dude just listen i was getting irritated with him at that point i was like dude come on like they didn't even have that much time left in the movie at this point they were like i think they only had like 20 minutes maybe maybe 30 there was like not that much time left i was like dude just listen and shut up
1: yeah and (laughs) it was all it was all this like oh you're giving me pep talks for football like i gotta yeah. be like arthur i gotta lead my yeah, team and that just like, irritated oh me so
0: much no no i 100 agree because he's like oh yeah i get it you're telling me to be like arthur like big and bold and strong and i was like no no <laughs> dude no and now from there they go and they he returns into the game after he disappeared he forgets his helmet which is really weird then he comes across jen again and then Jen is like oh let me explain I'm so sorry let me explain yeah shut up and she was annoying if you couldn't tell I didn't like her
1: yeah <laughs> and so then... one other thing I was thinking I was like how do you forget this is the quintessential football game of your career how do you forget your helmet I
0: know it was so embarrassing I was like really embarrassed
1: And it will. I'd plot devices, because without the helmet, he wouldn't be in the theater for the showdown.
0: Yeah, I guess. And then, like from there, like he disappears again because he can't stay in one place for like more than two minutes. And then they, uh, like, crazy stuff goes on, and then they are gonna meet Allie after the game. But then they need to go find him. But good thing that Miles has his psychic abilities. To uh, find him because and then he's like, oh, they're in the theater. So then they go to the theater. They find Marco outside injured and then Will is inside. And then Allie's like, you are you are Arthur. You you are Arthur again. And guess what, guys? Shock, shock. He doesn't believe her. I was He's
1: like, oh, what do you mean? Marco's the bad guy.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was It was really a whole confused. thing. Also, I forgot to mention this quote because we kind of like I don't remember specifically when I said it, but I wrote down and he was like, I want to be a politician. I want to be president of the United States. I was like, Oh. Okay. I just thought it was really random. Dream
1: big, kid. Dream it was big. So <laughs> random.
0: No, I was like, wait, 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 wait. Well, where did this come from? Because like at this point, I was still confused about where it took place. And then like when he said the United States, it made a lot more sense. But I was like, oh, okay, dream big, dude, dream big. <laughs> I knew a girl that wants to be the one of my friends from grade school wants to be the first female president. But I don't know, each day we get closer and closer, but we'll see. And I was like, it was kind of funny because I she was like the only person I know that wants to become president. It's just too much work. Too much work. Not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, oh, my gosh, I just breathed into the mic. That's so horrible. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to have to edit <laughs> that out. But, yeah, so, ew. Yeah, that was just so funny. He's like, I want to be, I, he, oh, you want to be a politician? And then this line, I wrote it down. He was like, no, that politician. And I was like, wait.
1: It would be the politician.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. It was, it was weird. That was, like, I think the weirdest line of the movie, possibly. But it was just so random. I don't know where he got that. And I guess then it was kind of, like, leading to be like, oh, if he's the president, he's kind of, like, the king. Oh, mm-hmm. but he's not—he's not the king, guys. They—they they, they misguided you. So now they're back into the theater, whatever. And so now they tell the truth, but Mr. Moore comes out of the darkness, and he's like, "No, I'm—I'm <laughs> I'm gonna say it. Um, just right, I'm gonna say it. Mordred, Mord—Mordred, Mordred, 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 Mordred. Mordred.
1: <laughs> <laughs> more bread. At least I
0: didn't say more bread." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like i'm Mordred. and he's like marco that is is marco is the order of the beast before he died and then he's continued to swear on his father's job to protect arthur and he's it's so weird and then all of a sudden like they she like pushes him into the like the orchestra pit which as a kid when i used to do plays at a school that had a huge orchestra pit at the edge of the stage and like had a runway out into the audience and i was always afraid i was going to fall into the orchestra pit never oh no ha- never happened never happened however i was just laughing when they pushed him in and he like it was just it was <laughs> funny and then so then he comes back like out of this thing so then Allie grabs a sword like a random sword and like points it at him and it starts changing into Excalibur. and then everyone's like whoa what what is going on how could it be well it definitely could be because she is the reincarnation of king arthur dun 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 i was really shocked i can't believe i didn't pick up on it sooner but i feel like the thing that really is confusing is because is, she's the reincarnation but like they refer to her as like king arthur wouldn't it be queen to you i was like i was really slightly irritated and like they gave like two seconds of explanation like how it like any sword that is in the hands of King Arthur turns into Excalibur.
1: Yeah, I was kind of like, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have this nice little plastic sword.
0: Yeah. Whoosh. And then she's the real incarnation. And now they have a duel in an alternate reality, aka potentially Camelot, potentially not Camelot, maybe the United States. I don't know. I really don't know where we have will marco miles and lance they are present and fighting and so with merlin's help aka miles we have ally successfully aka king slash queen arthur defeating the evil mordred mm-hmm. i said it right on the yeah. first try <laughs> yay it only took me like the whole episode And so then from there, they go back into the theater, which is actually in the United States, can be confirmed. And so then they detain him. I should specify Mr. Moore, the Mordred. Oh, two times. We're going two for two. Yay.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) And so then they like tell him that the prop sword was real. And then they go and finish the football game. And then they go to state. I'm assuming he probably gets the scholarship. Miles now embraces his powers. And then I'm pretty sure he gets a girlfriend at the end. I don't remember who it is, though. I I some
1: random character. I I said
0: I wrote down Miles' girlfriend. Very helpful for me. (laughs) He got a girlfriend. And then at the end, Will and Allie, after crushing on each other for the whole movie, finally kiss. Mm Mm-hmm. Took them long enough. I mean, I feel like I honestly thought it was going to happen right away. But then like Jen was in the way. Annoying Jen. (laughs) But then at the end, they are gathered around a round table. (laughs) Ha ha ha. They're gathered around a round table. I'm so so punny. (laughs) Ha ha. And they're dressed in their counterparts. And then it ends with... Allie aka king slash queen arthur i'm just gonna call her queen arthur because i feel like she deserves the title riding on a horse mm-hmm. as yeah the king no queen queen i said i was gonna call her queen but i said it wrong but okay uh before we get into like rating i definitely can say the one thing that they could have done better with this movie as be so much more specific I was very lost in certain parts of the movie. I don't know if it was just me, but like I was just a little lost, but then honestly, the other thing would be to like ex like give us a little bit more with her as like the queen, because in the end it was so rushed. Like all the stuff that we talked about for the last 10 minutes happened like in the last 10 minutes. Yeah. It was really rushed at the end, like in the middle, it was like kind of slow but then in the end, it picked up so much. I was like, slow down. And then it was over. So I don't know if I'm just being too picky and I'm going to get hate DMs. But that's how I felt.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was. And I, when I was rewatching it, because uh, I did watch it technically two and a half times. We're just going to say two. Um,
0: you watched it two times was, in preparation? Yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I could never. My sc- my, my schedule could never.
1: Well, I watched it, like, the first night that you messaged me, like, hey, we should do this one. And I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it. Um, and then just this morning.
0: Oh, okay. But... So, like, <laughs> that makes sense.
1: But, yeah, I mean, there were there were part of it that were uh, that were rushed because I was watching it and I was like, okay, we still have a lot to get through and there's only 20 minutes left. Are we I sure know. we're going to get through it?
0: I honestly, like, paused it and I was like, wait, there's only 10, 20 minutes left. But there's so much still going on. And I was like, how are they going to end this so quickly? However, bo- lo and behold, they did it. But then we got to
1: the sword fighting. And that's the best part.
0: That is the best part. Because <laughs> that's like the only part that had any action. Like, don't get me wrong. Great movie. But most of the scenes felt very dry. And then like when you yeah. led up to that big sword fight. whoo, swoosh. And like, cool. And then <laughs> Mr. Moore is mordred and yeah i really actually really liked it now i have to read. it makes
1: me miss makes me miss medieval times if anyone's (laughs) gotten a chance to go see that that's pretty medieval times i've
0: heard of that uh did i go see medieval times i don't know maybe it sounds so familiar oh my gosh oh i've oh i feel like i've heard commercials for it
1: yeah it it's pretty fun
0: that's pretty fun okay well when i get the chance i better go oh i just saw like i just looked it up and like they had they're doing shows during the pandemic
1: i don't know when they're supposed to start opening again but
0: they're doing some in atlanta i guess according to atlanta news now
1: oh all right
0: um i don't know how you get masks in the medieval times but how do you get masks in the 30s is our question of the day (laughs) <laughs> we'll figure it out. So, yes. Okay. Now we have to rate it. So, for anyone who is new to the podcast, first off, I'm glad you made it through almost the entire first episode that you're listening to. However, I am a very, very tough rater here on the pod. Very tough. I have also gotten some DMs about that saying I'm too tough. But if I had to give this movie a rating out of 10, I would have to give it like a seven all right okay now i'm very curious because you sound disappointed i was
1: was gonna bump it up one and say eight like oh okay i mean compare comparing it to the to secret society which was the last episode that i was on i did like it better
0: i liked it a lot better i really did i don't know i don't remember what i gave that movie off the top of my head i need (laughs) to start keeping track i really need to I, i say this every time i give a rating i need to start keeping track. So I don't really have much to do over this weekend. So I'm probably going to go back and like try to find my rating in every episode and like spreadsheet it because I'm obsessed with spreadsheets. But <laughs> I'm going to like spreadsheet it and then like I can like finally see like where my things lie. I would actually give it a seven and a half. I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Yeah. I, would it, say.
1: I genuinely liked it. I mean, it was corny at parts, but it wasn't like oh, this is a typical young adult film. Like, we're
0: no, going to really, throw all
1: that stuff in there. I
0: really liked it. I really did. I think the best part is you didn't know what was going to happen because mm-hmm. you thought you did, but you didn't. And I think that really set it apart. And I feel like the plot in general just set it apart, like, from other yeah. decoms compared to, like, high school. Like, I mean, I mean, they were in high school, but it was unique. It was different. And its I definitely think it's a super underrated decom. So if you haven't seen it yet, go check it out on Disney Plus. And also, if you listen to this whole episode without watching it, I don't understand people like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm being super nice. Like whenever I listen to like an episode of like a fellow Disney Channel podcast, I always watch the movie like scheduling allow, obviously. But like, I feel like I can't listen to people talk about a movie for an hour when I've not seen it. But that might just be me. That might just be me. I don't know I'm gonna get so much know. hate from this episode
1: I like to I like to be in the know so yeah I, guess I like I would to know
0: too. I I don't know I just feel like I like to know I think I did listen to one without like seeing the movie in a while and I was like really lost so then I ended up stopping at watching it and going to like watch the movie or I would say listening to podcasts because you listen not watch to watch the movie so oh my gosh I made no sense in that center <laughs> Welcome to that. So Matthew, everyone. Also, my age old question. I don't know if we did this in the last episode, considering that one was really new. But if this movie that came out in like Disney Channel in 2021, do we think it would do as good? And honestly, I think it might because this movie feels really timeless, considering it's based off of yeah. an ancient fairy tale.
1: Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's that nice mix of not just like oh modern high school but it's also got that mix of fantasy in there too
0: yeah I really like that too it, like I said it just set itself apart compared to like other movies so ooh, oh my gosh uh, you probably heard that I, I just went on Instagram to go check my <laughs> the questions that people sent and like a video like popped up so the first question was did we read the book we did not read the book however i'm slightly interested to read it now so maybe i might i don't yeah, know same here uh but the other question was did you like the medieval themes in this movie in general or is it not your style oh uh, it
1: is very much my style
0: uh, yeah i feel like you're the perfect one to like answer this question it definitely seems up your alley so i mean since yep. you went to medieval times like i want to go now honestly
1: yeah but i mean we we kind of hit it right on the i i don't, I don't I, I tried so hard to think of the expression and I couldn't think. Hit it, of it like
0: on the nail, is that what it's called? Yeah,
1: on the nail. Um, Like between last one with like superheroes and superpowers and then this one with medieval and fantasy and just like, we're like picking the perfect ones.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I honestly really like this movie because of the medieval, like the themes. Because mm-hmm. without it, it would have been the same old, same old thing that we've seen in almost every single decom. as I continue to make my way through the list. And I'm really glad. I don't remember who suggested it off the top of my head. But if you were the one who suggested this, thank you so much. Because I can say I strongly that I think me and Abby both really liked it. Yeah. It was just, it set itself apart and was really good. Really good. And I have a lot of appreciation for it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I wasn't going in with, I guess, many expectations, but I went out and like I I genuinely liked it.
0: Me too. So thank you. I guess that really wraps up this episode of the podcast. That's a Matthew. Abby, do you have anything you want to plug, like your art page or?
1: Oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> I feel awkward doing that. No, um, I... d-
0: no, do it, do it.
1: Okay um i do do art on instagram you can find me at everything underscore arts with an s at the end and then two three five
0: yeah so i do a
1: little i do a lot of disney art there i also i well i guess yeah a bunch of disney stuff and then some uh musicals themed stuff as well
0: yeah so uh, make sure to go follow the account it'll also probably be linked in the show notes below for you guys to make it easier for you guys to find it and probably like tagged on Instagram. Um, I guess this time, that's my time to do my plugs. So follow me on Instagram at that. So Matthew to DM me, please. No hate is much appreciated. (laughs) Or you can find me on Twitter at that. So Matthew one, I really suck at tweeting though. So that's probably not the best place. You can follow me on TikTok at that. So Matthew, um, what else? There's more, but I can't think of it. You can go to my website. That's Matthew.com and check out all the fun stuff on there. My blog, uh, the merch, le- learn a little bit more about me. Join the email newsletters if you guys are interested in stuff like that. Oh my gosh, I'm just I just looked at my website and it's like really wonky right now. So I have to go fix it. But go check out my website. What else? I think that's it. I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed talking about this film. If you Mm -hmm. guys want to hear more from Abby, you guys can go check out our other episode that we did, which was episode 58, Secret Society of Second Born Royals. I'm pretty sure that's the correct title.
1: I was going to say, yeah, I think we got it this time.
0: (laughs) Finally, I, I called it the wrong movie pretty much the entire episode last time, but go check it out. And maybe like if there's another movie similar that you guys would like to hear us talk about, send it our way and maybe we'll make it happen because I'm always looking to talk about more DCOMs here on the pod. So thanks again, Abby. Thank you guys for listening. And I hope you guys have a great day. Bye.
1: Bye.